0: This is K Wat Radio.
1: Radio. This is K Wad Radio and this is Happy Holtran, and we'll see
0: if we turn this,
1: difficulty, so I apologize. That, uh, it took so long to get on the air here, and uh, I was trying to go through the uh, means, and the computer just didn't go back in. So, sorry about that, and uh, we are on live, um, KWAP Radio, and this is Patty Goldstrom, and I think we're going to talk about... we're. I write down what I was going to write about. Um, I know that we were going to talk about changing basic of publishing and how it can benefit the author, and how it will hurt your future as an author. Include uh, how options are opening for short stories. Um, I come from a background of uh, science fiction and fantasy. I've been going to conventions, fan conventions, for about 21 years now. And it used to be a time where we had a lot of magazines out and a lot of sci-fi fantasy magazines. And a lot of authors were able to get their start in the 1950s and 60s uh, in short stories. Uh, Ray Bradbury was one of those uh, lucky, and, lucky guys. Um, he found his niche in short stories and was able to sell them to uh, magazines, and was able to make a career that way. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, what I call vintage authors from sci-fi yeah. and fantasy had made their start in short stories. Now in you know, the '80s and '90s, uh, short stories fell away to the novels, and uh, some magazines went under, and they didn't have the same market. So people like Ray Bradbury, you know, wrote their long, their longer books, or they wrote uh, books that populated uh, several short stories were multiple short stories in order to make a book together like Illustrated Mail for instance. One of my favorites. And that's how they made their career was you know, putting together short stories because they already had a career in short stories. But where did that leave new authors? Where did that leave new authors emerging authors? Well that left us with being able to do Uh, big books, well, the person that doesn't move into big books. For the longest time, when I was, uh, you know, growing up, I first took my pen to paper. I did a short story, and I was able to get into a library magazine. And how I bit, bit with the writing bug was from short stories. Uh just so let everybody know that we are on chat now. So if anyone has a question or a comment regarding anything, they can give they can comment right now. And also the call number is 142425145. That's seven one four two four two five one four five. We can listen right online. Um they we're getting back to Emerging market uh short stories fell the way died uh, the one that the short story writers became script writers, and that's the direction that a lot of them went I was into was into uh television episodes not so much the big movies because that does take a, a lot bigger script, but more television uh short stories became. Uh, scripts for television. So that's where the stories wind up going. Does that mean that it totally dropped off the face of the planet? No. I mean, there were still magazines out there who were accepting, but usually by already established authors. Uh, You can ask a lot of different authors that had the same issue. Uh, They weren't able to emerge in this short story market. Uh, they wound up being able to, if they already had short stories, were able to get manuscripts, you know, they were able to write a full length manuscript in, uh was able to find a publisher to publish it. Or they didn't become a, they weren't in the business at all. So that's how short stories uh, were really important back in the 50s and 60s, and They dropped off in the 80s and 90s. And now, uh, with the emerging market I'm talking about is the short story is taking uh, a bigger role now. When we started, we started doing anthologies that have a certain, obviously, a focus for the overall. But I'm talking about more, talking about the emerging market in short stories because thanks to the changing face of publishing with ebooks. Uh Kindles are asking for Kindle shorts, but Amazon's not quite sure how they're handling this yet. Uh you still have to put your 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 short story into the uh into e book format. You still have to do almost the same things you had to do for a book. Uh you, the parameters are that you need to have three, you know between 5,000 words and 30,000. 30,000 once you get past 30,000 it's into a you know into a novelette. And so that you know they feel it's actually a novel, so you once you hit past 30,000 words it's no longer a short so by, between 5,000 words and 30,000 words, you need to find Kindle shorts in a certain location on uh, Amazon. It's not really easy to find. Uh, their requisite is that you need to, uh, you know, you have to have 5,000, 30,000 words, and you need to import it as if you, it was an e-book. But then you have to be careful about the pricing because they... They'll let you go under a certain amount if you're putting it into your your account. Uh, We already have a bookstore right on Amazon, so uh, they showed one uh, booklet, because it's like 36 pages, um, they showed it as not being for sale at all, and that wasn't the case. It says no inventory when I had listed in there 50. So there's still some glitches in this whole entire changing market um uh, especially when it comes to Amazon. But you know, it's a great idea because of the fact that if you think about it, do you really want to have a big book that you're reading on your on your Kindle or you know, any reader, you know, especially the small cell phones, you know, your Androids. Do you really want to have a whole big book on, on there that you're reading or do you want is it more satisfying to have a shorter book or short story that you can get through in a reasonable amount of time. If you think about it, somebody who has an e-reader, who has a, uh, a phone, and they're reading on right online, so what, what they're reading is a lot, a lot right now is articles. So they're reading their news on the phones. They're reading their news on uh, iPad because it's attached to the Internet. So they're getting their news this way. So that's why the short, the short story is suddenly emerging again, because of the fact that articles have been ruling uh, the ruling class for a while, and it is readable. As short, uh short article is readable on the e-readers. So that's why your short stories are suddenly emerging again. Uh, Kindle is Amazon has taken the forefront of this and said, "Yes, we we want your short your short works." Uh, they're they're looking into nonfiction because it's usually something that's more article based, but they're looking at uh, short fiction, which of course means hey, you know, all those people who had the your short stories that they've been writing and uh, they intended to send to their five fantasy magazines that went under, they should dust them off now. You should be pulling them out of your filing cabinet or out of your uh, mothball uh, uh, cabinet, uh, wherever you happen to have them. Dust them off. Read through them, make sure they're not dated. Yeah, you no, know, unless of course you, you're intending for that time period, and uh, double check. And then you need to you need to do a couple things. One is obviously you need to get it edited. So some things you need to do, uh, whether it's a short story or whether it's a big, or whether it's a full length novel, you need to have certain things you you need to do for it. But one is obviously you need to get edited. So you find somebody who can edit it, not your mother <laughs> and not your best friend. Uh somebody who actually has the ed- editor has done editing before in the past. Right now it's a really hot commodity because there's so many out of work editors for newspapers. That's that's where I got Uh, Got my editor. She was actually not out of work, but she was actually no longer in that business. She's uh, retired from that. But um, we had lost our main newspaper here in in uh, Mesa, Arizona. So there's a lot of editors that used to work for the newspapers here. Uh, Used to we used to have each city had its own newspaper, and then. Arizona Republic and Phoenix Gazette. Arizona Republic was the morning paper, and Phoenix Gazette was the afternoon run into the evening. That way, we had two newspapers a day, two major newspapers, and then of course they dropped Phoenix Gazette off and just had Arizona Republic. And so when that happened, uh, you know a lot of people were either moved to Arizona Republic um, work or they were laid off a lot of them were editors. <laughs> so, and, you know, you have also a lot of editors being shot because of the book um, companies who are going under or um, being cut back. So, because of that, you've got a lot of people who are really, really good. Uh, you just have to be careful that they don't want too much money uh, because you got to you get somebody from Boston, they're more likely gonna cost more. Uh they think they're worth more. But you know, this is a buyer's market. So go on and get yourself the best thought uh, editor that you can get for the for the money and then uh get your short story edited. Let them know that hey this is a short story and it's X amount uh of pages. And that way they can get you a price based on pages and how much work is involved. Uh, then you gotta get a cover. Now, I used to think, and when I say used to think, I'm talking about a few months ago <laughs> because of the changes in this market. Uh, I used to think that uh ebooks covers did not have to be that big. And I found out Recently, that's not really the case. You still need to have more than six hundred by nine hundred. Six hundred by nine hundred. I'm talking about you know resolution. Yeah, you know, six hundred pixels by nine hundred pixels. Top and bottom, so six hundred obviously your width. Nine hundred is your height. Um, and those pixels that's your minimum. Uh, six hundred by nine hundred um several of the big e book uh, services out there. Now if you get close to thirty thousand words and then you know you can call that a novel. As long as you yeah. have everything that a novel needs. And I will put it into more than just Kendall Shores. Now let's go back to Kindle Shores. Now Kindle, uh, you put your book in as the and then you have to email them. I know it's just clunky. They just don't have quite, they don't have the services yet to just import. But you, once you put it into for sale, you have to send an email to who uh, the email that is dealing with uh, Kindle Schwartz. You send them indication that hey, I have this this uh, short work that I want. To be in the Kindle short. This is what it is, and this is the contact information. Uh-huh. And you give them all the you know parameters. Let them know where it is on their on their site. That way, they can go in and take a look at it and decide yes or no. Does this really work for what they're looking for? Uh, and that's how you really go about it. And so it's not just you're not just telling them this on. What they do is they connect a short work um, into uh, from your own bookstore because um, in this particular case I have a bookstore on on Amazon, so uh, otherwise it would just be by itself. But uh, I have short fiction attached to your main page. Now I did recently find that. Uh, where was it i was uh in some else, and oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, I was in the street was and there was a short work that's a short kind uh, of you know Kindle Shore that is attached to uh, other r s s feeds for bookstores that are powered by amazon. Now, the curious thing is that some short fictions, yeah, the, the Kindle shorts are not showing up with prices on these, uh, these Amazon, uh, powered by Amazon sites. And it even says there that you need to go directly to, uh, you yeah, know, it gives you the link directly to Kindle um, and this location in order to get the information about this part. So, they force you to go on Amazon in order to buy that short uh, short fiction. That's just so, uh, like I'm saying, there's still some things that are clunky, still some things that they're ha- you're trying to hammer out. Um, so we're not even sure how that gets paid, because, you know, as you're not sure if you know, but there's two ways you get paid from Amazon if you are in print book and if you are in Kindle. It's two different formats, two different accounting systems. Um kind of crazy, but that's the way that they do it is they don't have to pay the often for the Kindle uh, payment. They they've, uh, they've, The way I'm getting paid through Amazon, I get paid twice a week. Or not twice a week, I'm sorry, twice a month. Um, and then I can you know, turn around and, and quarterly pay my authors who, of course, are hardly any sales in print right now. <laughs> so you have to wait you know, uh, you to wait a couple months just to get started getting paid for Kindle. So that's, you know, that's been awkward. Of course, they can hold on to money longer. So I think that they're probably going to wind up doing the Kindle shorts the same way. I will know pretty soon, so you, know, you have to play the waiting game. And once you get in there, you will, will be waiting for several minutes before you ever see the dime that's being sold Um Also, I, I don't like the fact that if I have a Kindle, um, I don't know who bought it, where, there's no location. Um, there's also, if they were bought in a different country, uh, the percentages are different, and they don't. There's no indicator at all on the, the accounting system. All it says is 35 percent instead of 70. And I've been on, you know, gone, gone online and, and emailed them and say, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> I had distinctly pressed 70 percent because I need to be able to pay the authors and get paid something for. For our services, because, uh, you know, I base their opportunities royalties on the actual retail price. And for um, e-books, I give them a lot more margin, a lot more of uh, the percentage. So, um are only saving us with 5% for work that we do. That's not good. So I said, well, well what's up with the 35%? And they said, well, those, those books were bought out of country. So, well, there's no indicators here at all um the country and, and why this has suddenly changed percentages. I mean, come on, people. Yeah, the one of the biggest stores in the universe. universe. Can't get the ground together. And... Uh, yeah, I complained about it, so, so there's no indicator here uh, reason, of any reason why this is a different percentage. You have no way, I have no way to see uh, what country any of them were bought, uh, or by, by who. Uh, if somebody buys a print book, then I get an address, and I can, I copy and share that with my authors. I can't do that. Um... In this particular case, I don't know where the sales are coming from. I don't know uh, which country they're coming from. And this is all very clunky as far as I'm concerned. It's not just because of the two-month waiting period um, in order to get paid for anything that you sell. but because I don't know where the sales are coming from. How can I properly market anything unless I know where the sales are coming from? Uh, again, if I sell them in print books, I I can tell what country. I can tell what um, if I sell PDF version, uh, ebook version off my website. I know where it went, and usually it's out of country people who don't want to buy the book because of shipping. Um, I don't give free shipping for out of out of country because that would eat me alive. Um, but I do give out of uh, you know, anywhere in the, in the U.S., I get free shipping on my uh, w- uh, publisher website. So, uh, so we have the whole issue of not being able to track your sales from to Kindle, and I have a feeling that the Kindle shorts would be the same thing. Uh, it will be curious once I get my first one, I'll be able to talk about it. I should get paid for something else, then I'll be able to to talk a little more about that. But until then, I would say that it's going to be probably handled just as clunky as those Kindle sales are being handled. Uh, Nobody seems to be able to, and and I partly understand this because of the fact that, obviously, if it's going to be uh, sent to them through the Kindle, it's got an IP address. You don't know where that Kindle is. Um, although, you know, if you really check the IP address, you can you know which country is coming from, whoever their provider is. But still, uh, I mean, that that would be better than nothing. But they are not able to apparently do that, or want to do that. More than likely, they just don't want to do that. So there's no tracking. Uh there's no way to market to uh you know, to know where your sales are coming from. Uh so that that's curious to me. Um uh, also because if you're if you have a book that's RADA book, which I've got uh one line that is uh there's no way to uh, how do we know that the Kindles are going into kids' hands? And so the IP address is, is not trackable, so we don't know who the Kindle's going to. We don't know if these are kids that are reading this sort material. So that that's, these are all issues that this emerging market is is, is uh, I'm questioning how this is working and how it's not working. So we were also talking briefly about because we're um, getting close to the, to the hour here. Talking about how this is going to help you as an author. Well, first of all, we've got the emerging market of short works. That is really a big thing for you guys because they, uh, you can you start making a little bit of money on shorter works. Well, this means it's not shorter time to get them out. If you're not spending two years writing your book, then that's a lot of time that you uh, you know have to wait to start getting... For digital income. You so don't have to wait a couple several months in order to, to you know start seeing any sales and I mean you're gonna see the sales but they're not gonna get paid for. So that's these are all the issues that you have to remember that you don't get paid immediately for your work. Um, but if you get close to if you, you get more than five thousand words and, and you're calling it a short fiction and you're willing to sell it for cheap, you know, 99 cents to two ninety nine and you can put that into almost anywhere else. I, you know, uh, nobody's asking if this is a short fiction or not, if this is a short story. Uh, but again, you need to write that in the description. Say, hey, this is a short story. If you're selling this in Kobo, hey, this is a short story, and this is what it's about and uh, get a couple of reviews saying, yeah, yeah, this is a great read, and it's so fast and easy to read on on one of these readers. And you're going si- to see some significant sales increase for that, as long as it's written decently. and, and it, You don't have to be a perfect writer anymore, as long as you have a decent story and you've got a kick butt cover. So let's go back to the cover. The cover needs to be uh, simulating. It needs to be... Uh you know he's pop that when when somebody sees it say, Oh, what's this about? and so that way they'll read the description same thing as you walk in the bookstore, walk in a bookstore, you see all these books, and you see one that just kind of just pops out at you uh usually you're going to in a section that you like first, and then you're you find you know, it's like oh. You don't know what compels you of that cover. You just know it got your attention. Some people do analyze why did that get my attention. I would, but then again, and I'm I'm in the graphic design business, so of course I would say, okay, what got me? What got my attention there? Uh, and I'll analyze that and figure out uh, for others, obviously for my other authors, what got their attention, and they. Um, they get sales based on your cover. You always judge a book by the cover. It's not so much we judge the book. Um, That's really technically not true. It's not that we judge the book by the cover, but that we get attention to the book on the cover. So that's the difference. It's not so much that we're judging it, that we are stimulated or, or drawn to this. So that's why we buy that book? We're going to go to a short break here. This is KWOD Radio, and I will be taking calls, 714 242 have, I guess, the thing I'm not sure if you want to do right on the chat. You can comment um, on the chat over a question. And again, we're talking about emerging markets and how this helps and hinders the author. I'll talk briefly next about how to center it to the out there after a minute break. Thank you. This is K-Watt Radio, and this is Patty Holtstrand, back again. And we're talking about emerging markets and how this helps the author or hinders the author and their future. Well, when I think about hurting your future as an author, will writing short fiction actually hurt your chances as an author? I don't think so. Um, some of the biggest names in writing that's a short, short fiction. Um, and, so, and obviously there's some great journalists who have been doing article writing, and so they'll best consider short work. Um, so, yeah, you write short pieces and you wind up getting in, um, you know, getting a lot of residual income based on shorter works. Uh, it can lead to, you know, once you get to uh, enough decent stories, um you can put them together and make a make a book um, can we still publish the book can we still publish this this work so that way you have a physical piece when you go to you know you can sell in person? yes, absolutely, and what I advise what I tell my authors is that yes, we can put your your short story into those five of five thousand to thirty thousand words. I prefer something closer to thirty thousand. Uh, but because that you know, depending on, on on the size. Uh thirty thousand words is approximately ninety seven pages. That's a pretty decent size book. And as long as you are uh approximately sixty pages, forty five to sixty pages, uh depending on the thickness of your paper, you can make a uh, a book with a spine on it. Now, obviously, 45-page book is going to be such a dinky spine that you can't hardly read it. <laughs> but it'll still be a spine. If you have more than 45 pages and the, and the paper inside is at least 60 pounds, then you're going to have a decent-sized uh, little book. Now, if you have a short story that's, uh, let's say, 15,000 words, Around to fifteen thousand words. That's forty-five pages plus the extra pages, which are yeah, you know, your title page, your copyright, um, any any forward you want to put on it, uh, anything acknowledgement, dedication if you want one, about the author. So you have at least six to ten pages extra on top of the forty-five. So that'll make actually a of a little book. You can with us with a mini spine on it, so you can get uh, get it perfect bound. Maybe, you know, a couple dollars a piece. Um, or if you have let's say, well, Patty, I have an eight thousand word uh, fiction story. That's fine. Eight thousand. End up being about 24 pages. That's not going to make a book with a spine, but it will definitely make a decent size, uh, what I call a booklet. And What that is is like a fold over, with a staples. You know, so it'll be stapled in the middle. Uh, so there's fold over stapled, eight and a half, five, five and a half, um, and cost you well less than two dollars a piece, with a color cover, not laminated. Not UV-coated, just, you know, on the coated stock. Um, it cost you, you know, just under $2 a piece, about $2 a piece at your shipping. Um, I, I do work, do this. I run those kind of booklets all the time. And so it's black and white interior. Uh, you can also do color, but obviously you're not going to get it for $2 a piece. You're going to get a lot more than that for double, about double price. But see, that's a great way to, to go if you're if you have a short work and you want. Okay, I'm selling this as a as a as a short Kindle, but I also want to have something in my hands to sell at events and and it yeah, happen to be well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get yourself a, a booklet They're printing booklets and you, you print small run. You don't need to do 100 of them unless you really some place to sell these at or to give them away. Now, if you already have a book and you're selling short works, this is awesome because you're you are preluding to a bigger piece, a work of yours. And rather than giving away your book, your bigger book that cost you more. Uh, you have short fiction. This is a sample of, of my kind of writing. This is a sample of my style. And... You will give those little booklets away at fan conventions, or anywhere else you can possibly give them away. Radio stations. So that way, people will, will uh, you know be able to sample you for a lot less than you giving away books. Um, that'd be a great way, as long as you you know you're writing the same kind of uh, genre that you are writing your larger work in. That would definitely help your career overall. Uh, the thing that I was talking about is about hurting you. Um, I wonder there's something to be said about the fact that, that if you're putting all your ducks into or all your eggs in this one basket, which is your e-books basket, then would that really hurt you? Uh, based on what it is right now, uh, you, you might as well... You know capitalizing on what you've got going on here uh, everybody's making money on ebooks right now uh, I would still have my advice is to get your books into ebook format as quickly as you can I do have a, a company that I have a uh, uh, that's an interest in that does ebook conversions for every format, including giving you p d f versions I will put that online here. Yeah. Manuscript to. And they give you every format you possibly conceivably need for any of these um, big guys and little guys online. And from there, you can take your. This is an empowering kind of service. We give you the pieces and, and tell you, okay, this is where you need to send these things to. Um, we give you the, the Word Converted File that's ready to go for Smashwords. Uh, you have Word Converted File ready to go for Kindle. You've got your EPUB, you've got your uh, your Mobi pocket. you've got uh, all these emerging markets, every format, that you the impossible PDF file, for print, PDF file, for ebook that way you can put these files right on your own website and start selling them yourself. So, important to have your own website in order to start doing, you know, some of these small sales put right into your pocket to, instead of anybody else's, but be careful. If you have a contract, you need to look at it before you start doing that, okay? I'm never going to advise that you start doing something without checking like your contract. First, make sure you're not hurting yourself if you're trying to sell uh, e-books on your own and you have a print contract with somebody else, make sure that that you can do that. Um, A lot of uh, uh, mid-list books and books that are older uh, did not have contracts for e-books, so now everybody's scrambling trying to figure out what to do about that. So there's a lot of books that haven't made it into the market yet because of their, again, less book. And uh, that's what a lot of authors are telling me right now is just they're waiting for their, their contract to be re- uh, renegotiated or an addendum added for the ebooks, books <laughs> Or they can try to you know take this on themselves, and, and I would do that if I were them. Uh, Don't give the rights to the small publishers or the publishers. I would take the rights since I can't send you. Although you're probably losing that chance now because publishers are actually seeing where they'd be losing money if they let you keep that right. The time to do that was like a year or two ago. You have a lot of authors who got their rights back a year or two ago, and they are really doing well now. Is they did what they did their homework, they didn't what they needed to do, and they got their books into these markets um, so uh awesome big news is that the borders have now officially closed all of their stores they were not able to get any day out <laughs> of anyone and uh Cobo's been sold off to the bidder. And so now we are in the middle of the process of, of moving um, yeah, or reinserting our books. Uh, Smashwords have to do the same thing. They had to reinsert all their books for Copo. So it's going to take a month or two just to get all the books back into the system. Uh, this is a third-party system, by the way. This is not directly through is This is it's a third party, uh, so that's uh, not sure whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, my partner thinks it's a bad thing, but the issue is, what else would be bad with, with this? Well, with any emerging market, it, it it wanes. You know, you've got your great sales now, but. Will we start getting tired of reading on these little machi- you know, little androids, and and their counterparts? Yeah, probably. You know, tablets are are better because you can read better. If there's more words on the page. Uh, Kindles are going to get better with 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 more graphics. Uh, you're gonna they're gonna need to fall in line with what iPads doing. Otherwise, you're going to lose a market share. Um, yeah, you're going to get the readers get even better, and so you're going to have just like a computer system it's going to get bigger and grander, um, and then we will start losing interest again, and we will need something new, and it's not really new, but um, this is something that a lot of the especially older folks had taught to, is that they they rather than reading because they have trouble with their eyes and and for long-term reading is is a problem, Um, is audiobooks. So the next emerging market I foresee is a big uh, rush into audiobooks. Uh, That's the direction that I think we're going to be going. Um, We've already got some equipment to do that. And... So we will be uh, adding that to our bookstore very soon audio books so that's where with any anything as an author, you need to be aware of the shift and, sh- the shift and change in the market and what's going on and where the interests are what genres are interesting uh what genres are kicking up right now is westerns just to so let you know obviously, if you haven't been, if you've been under the rock. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens is a sci-fi western. It's going to be out um, next week. I'm really looking forward to it, not just because you're a big Harrison Ford fan, but because of the fact that it's, it's uh, isn't it something that I like to see as something new? Uh, Cowboys and Aliens are just such a such cheeky, uh um, yeah, title, they just love it. So it became, I'm curious to see how good they take it and how far they take the alien part of it. So it looks like it's going to be really good. And that's the interesting, is getting the, the genres mix. And so that's great to be able to come up with something new. And so I like that. Um, with anything, if you don't, if you stick with something too long and don't follow or don't uh, take a look ahead of the market, then you're left behind. And uh, that's what's going on with the big publishers. They're being left behind because they're fighting too long for the the dollars that they think that they need for the e-books. They want more than $9.99. And it's just like a book. It's whatever the market will bear. And they are shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, so that's that's not a good thing. So if you are an author under a big house right now and you're not getting your ebooks out there, that's that's not a good thing for your career. So uh, they're not following what the market will bear and the market was bearing right now. I'm seeing like $5.99 for on average uh, for a for a new book, an older book, uh three ninety nine, four ninety nine. If you keep it under five dollars, you can get in the five dollar bin uh on all these sites and you get a lot more obviously a lot more reach because of the price difference. So you gotta think about that. The marketing is not just what you say about your book how much you're selling it for. And how many, how much more reach you can find because you decide, hey, I'm willing to give up that extra dollar and sell it for 4.99, which is just under five dollars, and it will end up being a five dollar bin. I much rather sell more than less when it comes to any book because again, you're not selling it for 14.95. You're selling it for five ninety nine or 4.99. And that's making you less money, but that's why you need to sell more. So sell it for as cheap as you can do without hurting yourself, without hurting your your book sales. And there is a, a point where you, if you give it away for free, then you're hurting not only yourself, but you're hurting the whole entire market. Uh, do what you need to do. Get it edited. Get a good cover. And then sell it. I, you know, 2 Okay. But you got to sell it for something. That's you know, sell for something, because you're you're hurting sales all across the board for everyone if you're selling it for free. Because you're not really selling it. You're giving it. So uh, that's my take on it. And that's it for the night or for the day. And you guys have a great day. I have no questions here. Oh, hang on. I have a comment. Question. Okay. Uh, Actually, I think you already answered that question. Question. Okay, I have a question on um, where I see most of the sales coming in from uh, for ebooks. Um, right now I would say about ninety percent of my sales are coming from Kindle short, uh Kindle books. Not shorts, but Kindle ebooks. Um that's where most of my sales are coming in from. Um I do read a lot of forums and, and I'm seeing that as of April, uh sales are really a lot and the ebook for uh Barge and Noble, I'm not quite sure why. Um, but that's what I'm hearing from other uh, sellers. <laughs> so it, it does pay to get on the forums and find out what's going on because if you if you're if you have books that aren't selling very well in whatever media, um, if you get on the forums and uh, especially in that media and find out what everybody else is doing and they're noticing the same trends, then you don't feel like it's just your book or your books that are that are just not selling, um, that if you see it all across the board and this is happening, it must be an overall econo- e- economic issue, and uh, that continues to wane. You know, one month is good, next month is awful. Um, started off the year really well, uh, and, and then went into the second quarter, um, and books had bottomed out, I'm only selling, and on very, very few. Even my top seller speed is making very little. And uh, luckily we've got that into e-book format now, and they are starting to pick up a little sales there. But it's something you have to think about. You have to, um, a lot of things you have to think about in this business. But that's where we see the most sales is in Kindle right now. So, thank goodness, it's actually the easiest one to get into also, by the way. Once you establish yourself in in the Amazon and you pay there your whatever, however you want to do that, uh, to get your account established, you uh, have your book in there within uh, one or two days. You put your book in, um, put all the information in, and within a day or two, you've got your Get your book up. Well, if it's printed book, yeah, it's the next day. If it's Kindle book, it takes you, yeah, you know, one or two days for it to go into the system um, and get approved. And then you can take that uh, that link on that page. Also, double check, make sure that they actually put a price, and that all the information that you put on that page uh, on their input page is actually on the Kindle. I've had uh, a couple of occasions where the amount just wasn't there. Or the description wasn't there. So you need to go back and double check to make sure everything's there that you that you put in. Okay. If not, then you need to go back and try it again. Yeah, it's gonna be another couple of days. Every time you make a change it's gonna be a couple of days before it goes back out. Okay? That's don't think about it. so not tweaking the manuscripts and get it out there. Um, these are little tips and tricks that I've found uh, to be the case with uh, all these things that are going on, all these interfaces that I'm dealing with. Um, again, working on Cobo at this point, so when I start knowing a little more about that in a week or two, I'll start probably complaining about that, too. <laughs> I could say something already. I'm already complaining about it, my partner. But when I... Uh, Get a little further along here in this reshuffle. um I will talk more about the Cobo and what I see going on there. so uh that's it for today. I don't see any other questions, and uh, that one I've already answered, so you guys have a great weekend, and see you next week next week on uh our uh publishing show, we actually have a guest. So I will be putting that up and letting everybody know this is a guest speaker. She's an author. She writes about... uh, uh, She writes about... Pretty close to what I write. It's not romance, but it's definitely in the paranormal. And so that's going to be a very interesting conversation. It's it's conspiracy. It's got the crystal skulls. Uh, It's got some adventure... Got everything you'd want in, in the story. Reminds me a little bit of the Indiana Jones that I loved so much. So, um, that should be a lot of fun. We'll be talking to her next Friday. Uh, and the last probably half and that'd be an hour and a half. Probably the last half an hour I might talk about uh, a little more about emerging markets and, and anything else that might come up straight now and then. But in the meantime, this is Patty Holster and this has been K Radio and you guys have a great weekend. Thank you.